All right, my second guest for this evening is, uh, you know him, we've talked about him before on the show last year at Salute the, to the Troops. One, it's Chris Taylor. He's going to be in the double main event joining Ryan Mitchell to avenge his family against Ryan Edmonds and cue ball Carmichael. Chris, uh, let's get to the important stuff right away. Ryan's father was attacked by Ryan Edmonds, and his mother was humiliated and attacked by cue ball Carmichael. How are they? Uh, how are they doing? His family in coping and, and kind of healing after after that attack at Bloody Harvest. Well, Ryan, they're uh, they're recovering very nicely. I mean, for for what considering what happened, they're they're, uh, they're healing very very well. Uh, the big thing is mostly you know those are the, the mental scars are the things that never go away from stuff like that. You know what I mean? But the body always heals, but the scars always remain, and uh, that's kind of what we're coping with now. You know what I mean? It's trying to. Uh, trying to get them to kind of, you know, ease that pain of, of what happened. I mean, you know, especially Ryan's mom. I mean, that's a, that's a, a you know, older woman who's not in the greatest health, you know, and you're going to, you're going to, you know, drop her on her head inside a wrestling ring. She's not a wrestler. She's a mother. And, uh, you know, that, that's, that's not wrestling. That's, that's personal. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and we heard Q-Ball's account of the situation that occurred at Bloody Harvest. I, I want to hear in your words what happened that night. Was a uh, it was a uh, four way dance for the RWA heavyweight uh, championship and I was champion at the time and uh, uh, lo and behold, Cuban Carmichael kind of had a few uh, few aces up his sleeve that I wasn't quite aware of at the time and my uh, beautiful valet at the time Alexa was uh, let's just say that she decided to turn to the dark side a little bit. I mean she was already kind of on the dark side at the time because let's face it, I don't wear a white hat. <laughs> But, um, you know, she, uh, she decided to join the cue ball Carmichael and uh, cost me my heavyweight championship. And in that match, I had, uh, I had injured my back. Uh, Ryan Evans had given me a uh, pretty vicious backbreaker, and uh, I, it, it had definitely tweaked something in my back. And uh, so I was in the back after I had been eliminated, uh, getting looked at by doctors when all the chaos broke loose. And uh, it wasn't until I heard exactly, you know, all the chaos, everyone yelling, you know, he's got, you know, he's got Mitchell's mom, that uh, that I decided I didn't care about my back anymore. You know, that adrenaline kicks in, and um, you know, you do you do what you got to do. I mean, Ryan and I, you know, we we were uh, pretty much a, a blood feud for the better part of a year, and you know, when it came to Ryan and I, you know, it came a point last year where we were both kind of down. We weren't quite where we wanted to be anymore. So I had to do some things and say some things to Ryan to kind of motivate him to motivate me to get back to the top of our game. And that's exactly where we're at now. We're in the best physical shape of our life. And we're also, you know, back on track with, you know, where we want to be in wrestling. But sometimes you got to do those things as a brother to motivate each other. And that's exactly what I did. Are we still seeing eye to eye? Are we, are we broskies again? No, absolutely not. But there's a difference of doing that and, you know, trying to better each other. And then there's a, there's a difference whenever you attack somebody's family. And when you attack somebody's family, it's no longer about wrestling. It's no longer about competition. It's personal. It's a personal attack. And uh, that's, you know, I don't stand for that. So all things Ryan aside, you know, Ryan's parents were attacked. Ryan's mother was attacked. I felt like it was time to step in. Well, you know, you bring up an interesting point uh, here, Chris, is, and that is, uh, I didn't realize that, that that was what your motivation was behind what happened, but... Given what happened with his mother and his family, do you think that kind of brought you guys closer together again? And do you think that 
kind of galvanized you guys to maybe fight a bigger cause that is maybe even beyond the professional realm of wrestling? Uh, you know, yes, it is very, very possible. I mean, make no mistake about it. Everybody knows how close Ryan and I were. And, you know, there's still always going to be that respect and that camaraderie. Um, but, you know, the deal is sometimes in the most tragic of circumstances, that's whenever people, be, you know, get closest. So that's whenever people come together more. And, and a situation like this, like I said, are Ryan and I seeing eye to eye? Are we buddy-buddy? Well, not quite. But in a situation where we both understand, you know, what it means to us both personally, you know, that's going to draw you together. And, you know, will him and I ever become as close as we were? Uh, time will tell. But right now, you know, we're fighting the same fight. And, uh, and that's Cuba Carmichael right in it. Well, Cuba said in, his, in an interview I had with him a little bit earlier today that he did not kiss Ryan's mother, but it was his mother who tried to kiss him. Now, I looked at the tape. I'm a... I'm a super media professional, and I can tell you it did not look that way to me. What did you see? <laughs> uh, well, let me tell you something. I know that uh, Ryan's mother was Ryan's dad very, very much, and I can guarantee you that that was not the case. But, you know, whenever you have egomaniacal people, narcissists, and people who think that uh, their uh, stuff don't stink, and they want to draw, they want to rub even more salt in the wound, yeah, they're going to say and do stuff like that. And, uh, you know, Hey, you know what? If he wants to throw, you know, fuel on the fire, you know, and say stuff like that, try to rub it in and try to, you know, try to get our blood boiling a little bit more, go right ahead. But it's not going to have the greatest consequences, and uh, he's going to find that out on Sunday. Now, Cubal told me earlier also that dropping Mitchell's mother, that that's just part of wrestling. There was nothing wrong with it. I was kind of stunned to hear him say that. There are certain things that just cross the line, aren't there? There are things that cross the line, and you know, as, we, as we've discussed, I mean, there's, there's professionalism, there's competition, there's, there's championships that you go after. You know, those are the things that you, you may go to limits that, you know, some people don't agree with to, to achieve. You know, you, you go to limits for a championship. You'll, you'll break friendships for to become the top dog or to, to get the best out of somebody. You know, there's a total difference and a total lack of respect and a total just god-awful mentality whenever you decide to attack someone's family. That's a mother. That's a woman. You don't attack them. That is not wrestling. That is not what wrestling is about. That is a personal attack. And, and now he's, he's awoken two monsters. They both have. And uh, Ryan Edmonds and Cuba Carmichael are going to see just what these two monsters can do. Now, this isn't the first time this has happened in the RWA as far as not, not so much attacking mothers, but attacking women. Uh, last year at Salute the Troops 2, we had, uh, in the women's match, one of the boyfriends got involved. Is this uh, something that's kind of concerning to you as far as a trend in the RWA? Uh, well, I mean, you know, to each their own. You know, everyone's, everyone has their own beliefs on what should and shouldn't be done, what can and can't be done, or what's, what's, you know, what's right and what's not right. But, you know, is it a trend? Well, unfortunately, it's happened a lot more times than I would have liked to have seen, you know. You know, I'm not going to lie, you know, I grew up in a, you know, kind of an abusive household. So when I see that stuff, yeah, it, it, it gets my blood boiling. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it's, is it a trend? I think it's too trendy for, for my taste. But, I mean, you're going to, you, you have that in the world, and that's an unfortunate thing, but it's not something I agree with, and it's uh, obviously something that came close to home with me, and it's obviously even closer to home uh, as of recent times. And, uh, you know, I'm going to stand up against it because it's just, it's absolutely not right. There's too much of that in the world, and, um, you know, I'll fight for that. Now, Chris, obviously you and Ryan have had some differences, but 
the Mitchell family is close to you. Does this match have special meaning to you, just given who was involved, who all was involved in, in what happened at Bloody Harvest? It, it absolutely uh, has an extreme meaning uh, for me personally, because, you know, Ryan and I, obviously, hey, we've had, we've had our qualms in the past, we've had our problems, and uh, are they worked out? Well, maybe not completely, but at the same time, Ryan is still a very, very important part of my life and always has been and always will be. And when it comes to Ryan's parents, when it comes to Ryan's mom and the dad, you know, hey, make no mistake about it, you know, I'm not going to beat around the bush here. When I met the, uh, you know, the, the, the family, you know, back in 2008, 2009, when Ryan and I first, you know, wrestled each other, when he found me, you know, I wasn't exactly in the greatest shape of my life. And I'm not talking physically, you know, in terms of like, you know, looking like a million bucks. I was in a very, very dark place in my life. You know, I was, I was abusing a lot of drugs. I was abusing a lot of alcohol. And I was heading toward, you know, doctors at that time told me if I didn't try to clean myself up a bit, you know, I wouldn't make it another two years because I was in that bad of shape. When they found me and Ryan found out just how good of a wrestler I was, he pulled me aside one day and he said, what are you doing? And I explained the situation. I explained the dark area that I was in at the time. And he goes, let me take care of you. Let me help you. And he introduced me to his family. And his family took me under their wing and took me in as their own. And, uh, and it's a very emotional thing for me. They took me in as their own and treated me as their own. And they nursed me back to, to, to what I am today. I mean, do I still like to party and have some fun? Yeah, but it's not out of control. I feel better mentally than I used to be, and I owe it all to them. So, yeah, this is very, very personal for me. Now, Kubel said over the next few months he's going to be bringing some of his biker friends from Michigan down. Uh, do you know anything about that? Uh, do, you, do you know of any idea what to expect going down the road? You know, I, I had heard some rumors of this, and, uh, you know, I can't quite say that I know exactly uh, who they are or what they're about. But I'll tell you one thing, bikers, whatever you want to bring down, if you want to take us down, it's going to take, it's going to take a war. And, uh, you know, Ryan and I, as of right now, we're ready to fight that war. If we go down, we're going down swinging. So, I mean, bring whoever you want, but we're not going down. We're not going down without a fight. Now, Chris, how do you see Sunday's match turning out? I see this match turning out exactly the way that I know it's going to turn out. Those guys were woken two monsters that they didn't want to awaken, you know, and... You know, I know Ryan Edmonds like the back of my hand. I've been in the ring with him multiple times. I've watched a lot of, you know, cue ball stuff back in the day. I know what he's capable of. But whenever you turn a personal, you know, those two are great competitors. Don't get me wrong. Cue ball has been all over the world. He has, he has won championships. He has been in all the major companies. He's a guy who can get it done. He's a very, very capable and very, very good competitor. Same with Ryan Edmonds. Both guys can go. We know that. But there turns a tide and a difference whenever you've got two guys who you decided to go, oh, we're, we're going to make it personal? You're going to make it personal. Well, that's fine. Make it personal. But Ryan Mitchell and I are two of the best competitors in this area and in this country that you know wrestling has seen over the years. And you want to you want to throw fuel on the fire by making it personal. Well, that's when that's when a man can be the most dangerous. Sometimes they say that throws guys off. Not Ryan and I. Ryan and I are two guys that whenever you make it personal, we turn it on. We proved that in our own feud over, over the last year. You know, we weren't quite where we wanted to be. I turned up I turned up the fuel in that in that fight, and I said, you know what, I'm going to do some things that get Ryan just as riled up as possible, talking about his wife and talking about personal stuff. And you know what? It worked. And it, he brought out the best in me. I brought out the best in him. And now we're, you know, we're back to being two of the best again. And uh, we're going to prove that Sunday because 
those guys decided they wanted to make it personal, and that's when a man can be the most dangerous, especially guys like Brian and I. Now, I have a message from Q-Ball to you. He said to be careful who you be careful how you pick your friends, or you'll end up exactly like Mitchell did at Bloody Harvest. Do you care to respond? <laughs> well, my little message to Q-Ball or Ryan Edmonds is this. You guys did exactly what I've been saying this entire interview. You woke two monsters. You took this to levels that should have never been taken to. Make no mistake about it, guys. You guys are good. But we're better. And Ryan and I, despite what we've been through together over the past year, nobody works together better as a team, especially when our pride and family is on the line. So you wanted it, boys. You got it. There we'll you see you guys Sunday. There you go. I'm looking forward to it. I know I'm, I'm supposed to say I'm biased, uh, but you hit someone's mother and, and you know I, that just all, all bets are off there so I'm rooting for you guys hey, uh, best of luck to you and I'll see you guys Sunday sounds good my man we'll see you there See you, and there he goes Chris Taylor speaking with the brain on 91.9 WCAL